Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Kiri Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm so happy to announce my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course, the book also includes my own personal fatigue story, along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle forms. So if you'd like a copy, you can find it on Amazon or on my website, www.drkerry.com. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm very excited about this week's show because my special guest is someone that I greatly admire. Her name is Dr. Janae DeVica. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Janae. Dr. Janae DeVica is a family nurse practitioner whose main focus is functional medicine and med medical nutrition. Dr. Janae has been practicing the healing arts for over 16 years and has experience as an herbalist, massage therapist, Radian Tapping Coach, Health and Wellness Coach, and Essential Oils Practitioner. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is essential oils. Dr. Janae is also a holistic Dr. Janae is also a holistic chef extraordinaire. It's her passion to educate, inspire, and empower people to heal their bodies while falling in love with their food. She helps people to redefine and heal their relationship with their food, their health, and their bodies and rekindle their passion for living a delicious life. Dr. Janae is the creator of Cafe Janae, a health and wellness company that focuses on detoxification, therapeutic nutrition, and stress management as primary interventions for, as primary interventions for preventing and reversing chronic disease. In her exciting and informative classes, Dr. Janae has taught thousands of people how to look better, feel better and live better by upgrading all aspects of their life. She's written 21 whole food recipe books and dozens of her shows have been featured on television. Dr. Janae is now going full speed ahead as an exciting speaker, medical provider, cooking show host, health and nutrition coach and author. You can follow her as she provides research-based, results-driven, outrageously fun health and wellness education. Dr. Janae, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. 
on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Thank you, Dr. Carey. It's so fun to be here. So, Dr. Janae, today I really wanted to focus on essential oils because it's not a topic that I've had as an interview on the podcast, and I think most of my listeners know a, a tiny bit about essential oils, and uh, I, I think it would be really good to educate all of us that essential oils can be used medicinally to help our health, they can be used in our cleaning products to help with using non-toxic uh, cleaning solutions. So Dr. Janae, can you first tell us a little bit about essential oils, like where do they come from and, and how do we know if we're getting a good quality essential oil? Those are excellent questions. So uh, what are essential oils? This is kind of essential oils 101 for people that have never heard of them before. Most people have heard of, you know, having lavender in your bath salts or something like that. But other than that, most people aren't familiar with what they are, where they come from. So essential oils are the volatile organic compounds found in plants. They're also called aromatic compounds. And what that means is inside of plants, um, it it's the aroma inside of the plant and the, the molecules of the aroma are so tiny that they just evaporate really quickly into the air. And that's why they're called volatile organic compounds. And, um, the, the, the aromatic compounds are what gives the plant its signature scent. So that's what makes an orange smell like an orange or a peppermint leaf smell like peppermint and, or, or a cedar tree smell like cedar. And um, they're also the protection mechanism and the immune system of the plant. So the essential oils that are in the plant protect it from insects and bacteria and viruses and other predators. And it helps the plant to heal itself if it becomes injured. Now, essential oils can be used in a similar manner to herbs. They're just way more potent than herbs. Um, essential oils can be used medicinally to strengthen and heal the body. They can also be used for mental, emotional, spiritual, and energetic healing, which is what a lot of people don't know. Now, I just want to take you kind of through one essential oil and just give you an idea of just the power of one essential oil. So let's um, everybody imagine that you have a, a fresh, plump, juicy orange in your hand and you put your thumb underneath the peel and you pull the peel away and you get that spray of that orange smell that comes up when you peel an orange. That is that awesome smell that you smell when that happens. That's the essential oil of the orange peel. Now, the essential oil of oranges can be used physically on a physical level as an antibacterial. They can be used as an antiviral and they can also be used to heal the skin. Like if you have any sort of skin problems or skin injuries. Um, on a mental or emotional level, you can use that same orange essential oil to lift your mood, to relieve depression, to relieve anxiety, and to just make you feel more cheerful. Now, on a spiritual or energetic level, orange oil is the oil of abundance, and it helps you to rebalance your uh, your energy or your your feelings or your emotions around the topic of abundance. So let's say um, you feel like you don't have enough money or enough time or enough relationships or whatever you feel like you're lacking in your life. You can use this orange essential oil to help you feel more abundant and to, to retrain those energetic connections in your body. So 
that's just one example of how one single oil can be used to, to heal you on so many levels. Now, um, where is it, how essential oils are made? Um, essential oils are es- extracted from plants by using various methods, but the most common method is distillation. So they put the raw material into a big distiller and they distill it down into a very potent uh, essential oil. And so that means that you only have to use a very, very tiny amount. For instance, one drop of peppermint essential oil is the same potency as 25 cups of peppermint tea if you just make it out of the herb. Wow. And six, it takes 65 pounds of rose petals to make only one tablespoon of rose essential oil. So when you're using essential oils, that should give you an idea of how potent these medicines are and you only need to use a drop. So sometimes people see a bottle of essential oils for, you know, it's a tiny little um, 15 milliliter bottle, which is about a tablespoon. Um, They see that for like $20 or $30 and they're like, oh my gosh, essential oils are so expensive. I can't afford that. But when you think about it, um, when you're only using one drop at a time or maybe two drops at a time, those little bottles of essential oils, they last a long time. And cost-wise, they're very, very cost-efficient. Um, so the cool thing about essential oils is when we're using essential oils, remember how I told you that essential oils were the immune system of the plant? We can transfer that same healing and immunologic property from the plant into our bodies when we apply it to our bodies. There's three different ways to use essential oils. And the first way is just by inhaling them or breathing them. And how that works is you breathe in those little tiny volatile molecules. You breathe them in and immediately they come in contact with your brain. They go into your lungs and your lungs help those um, molecules circulate through your entire body. And within a matter of a few minutes, you have those molecules circulating throughout every cell in your body. So that's just by inhaling them. Now, the next way you can use essential oils is applying them topically. And you can apply them. uh, One of the most popular ways to apply essential oils topically is to put them on the bottom of your feet. And this is because um, the bottom of your feet, the pores are very large. And when you put oils on the bottom of your feet, they immediately can get absorbed quickly. And they can, again, get into your circulation and be distributed to every cell in your body within 20 or so minutes, which is pretty amazing. So the third way to use essential oils is to take them internally. And and this is what uh, taking them internally. It can be done, but you just need to do this with caution just because they are so potent and um they're, they're just very powerful medicines. So just like you wouldn't go and, you know, have a bottle of aspirin or a bottle of some other medication and just take it without knowing what you're doing or what the typical dose was, you also have to be careful with essential oils that way. So when you take um, essential oils internally, then those oils are just absorbed through your digestive tract and, and distributed through your body that way. So that's basically how, where they come from and how they work. Now, as we're sitting here, I on my desk, for all the listeners out there, I actually have a bottle of rosemary essential oil mm-hmm. and a bottle of peppermint essential oil. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll keep them on my desk. And while I'm working, 
if I start kind of feeling sluggish in my brain, I'll just take the caps off the bottles and I'll just kind of start breathing it, you know, it just kind of evaporates into my office and that really helps perk me up. And I know one of the, one of the properties of, of rosemary is that it can be very beneficial for brain health. Yes, absolutely. And it really helps with alertness. There's been a bunch of studies done on rosemary that, um, that shows that rosemary can improve your memory. It can improve your recall. It can improve your alertness. And, um, one of, one of the things I like to teach people is how to replace uh, drugs and pharmaceuticals with essential oils. And one thing you can do is people that are trying to get off caffeine or people that need an energy boost but are trying to stay away from stimulating drugs, you can use rosemary and peppermint both um, to help give you a little boost when you're feeling kind of low. And it can help you to um, stop the habit of caffeine and start doing something healthier for your body to get your energy. That's fantastic. Now, Dr. Janae, one of the things that I learned a long time ago about essential oils is that it's one of the very few things that will pass straight through the blood-brain barrier, mm-hmm. get straight to your brain and deep to the deep into the emotional centers of the brain. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned earlier that we can use essential oils medicinally, but they can also have an effect on us mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So essential oils, because they're fat soluble, um, they can pass straight into our cells. All of our cells have what's called a phospholipid bilayer, and it's uh, it's made out of fats. And so when you have some uh, water-soluble medicine or water-soluble substance, your, your cells kind of block that out and make it so it's harder to absorb. But when you have a fat-soluble substance, which essential oils are, <clears throat> it can penetrate that phospholipid bilayer and get straight into the cell and that's also why it can get and because the molecules are so small they're very very tiny molecules and they can get straight into your brain so for instance um we can use essential oils to start healing uh emotional issues so for people that have anxiety or depression or they're worried all the time you can use essential oils um for your specific uh, mental health concerns. For instance, lavender, most people are familiar with lavender. Lavender is very relaxing and it can be used for insomnia, for stress, for depression, for anxiety, and just smelling the lavender or applying it to the bottoms of your feet or putting a little bit in your bath. It can drastically reduce your stress levels and they actually have research on this showing um, showing how they measure people's stress levels um, reducing and their brain waves going into a more relaxed state by using essential oils so so physiologically that's how it works but also on a spiritual or energetic level every single plant and this works with herbalism and it also uh, essential oils are just basically, um, similar, similar to herbalism, but it's just on a more potent and concentrated level. So every single plant in nature has an energetic signature and, um, each organ of your body and each system of your body also has an energetic signature. So when you can match up the energetic, uh, the energetic signature of a plant 
with perhaps the organ or the system of your body that's not working properly, um, those uh, the plant helps to harmonize with your your organ or your energetic system and bring it into harmony and bring it into balance. So it brings whatever imbalance you have in your body into balance with the plant's energetic signature. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, and, and <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm getting over a cold here, Janae. <clears throat> okay, so um, that that makes me uh, thinking about from our from our listeners perspective you know the energetic signature i don't want that to sound too weird or voodoo too woo woo right <laughs> yeah so for our listeners out there this actually can be measured and they use this photography it's called curlian photography some people pronounce it curlian photography and you can you can actually uh, see the energy around things around plants around people around everything Absolutely. And it's so beautiful. Right, Dr. Janae? Yeah, absolutely. And it's so beautiful. If you have the chance to look that up on, you know, you can look that up on the internet. When you look at these energetic signatures of plants with that Curlian photography, it's, it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. So it really shows you in a physical way what's going on energetically with the plant. And it makes it not so mystical and not so woo-woo, you know, like you're, <laughs> like you're going to get your, uh, you know, like you're not walking into a tent with a crystal ball. This is actual science that can be measured. And, and there's even 10 years ago, there wasn't a lot of science that was being done, a lot of research being done on essential oils. But now there are hundreds of research articles that you can go and look up on the Internet and you can read what kind of science and what kind of research is being done with essential oils. So energetically, I just want to tell you a couple things that um, can be done with essential oils. And this is a little, this is more on the energy side. So it might seem a little more woo woo, but when people actually try it, it's amazing how it can create a shift in your psychology and your energy. So um, for instance, geranium oil is the oil of love and trust. So let's say you're having trust issues you can actually start to reprogram your brain and um, make new neuron connections in your brain with essential oils. So when you breathe in those essential oils, um, again, those are molecules that are going straight to your brain and it's training your brain how to behave in a different manner. So if you're having trust issues, you can use geranium. Um, you can inhale it. You can do positive affirmations with it. And just just by having that geranium scent around you, it starts to shift it. Um, ginger oil is um, used for empowerment issues. And um, lavender is a communication. That's It's an energy of communication. Um, helichrysum is used for pain. That's physical, emotional, mental pain, any kind of pain. Um, lemongrass is for cleansing. And, and so when you're thinking about it, it's, um, the oils are used in, I like to think of it as macrocosms and microcosms. So if you're looking at the metaphor of your life, like you can have pain, let's say in your back or your hip, or you can have emotional pain about, um, you know, an injury, an emotional injury you had because of a relationship, or you can have like a spiritual pain because you feel like you're not connected with the universe or you're disappointed with um, your connection with the universe. So when we talk about an oil being used for pain, it can be used for pain on all different levels. And it can be used for connection on all different levels. 
Does that make sense? That does make sense. And, and that kind of makes me think, you know, as you're talking about the different kinds of pain, we can physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain, your brain doesn't know the difference between any of those things. It doesn't. It yeah. Doesn't. So, so that's really cool that the essential oils can help that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> exactly. And you said you have some rosemary on your desk and rosemary is like you were talking about how there's a lot of research showing how it's good for your brain. Well, rosemary is also the, the oil for knowledge and transition. So, um, so it's good for your brain physically, but it's also good for your brain on an energetic level, like helping you to be um, more open to new understanding and new knowledge. That's really interesting to, to learn. So Dr. Janae, you said that one of the ways we can use essential oils is by breathing them in. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's different products out there like diffusers. I, I've heard people, there's like a little gadget you can put on a light bulb and then put a couple of drops of your essential oil and that. Does it matter if the essential oil gets heated up or not? Does that harm it in some way? Um, Sometimes it does. I prefer to make sure that the essential oils um, don't really get above room temperature. There, um, it's very when the when the oils are produced, it's so important. Like what pressure is used to distill them, what temperature is used to distill them, and because um, a lot of the properties in the oils are heat sensitive, I try not to use the light. You know, the little rings you can put on the light bulbs. I try to use the cold diffusers. So. Um, if you can get a diffuser that's just a, an ionic diffuser, those work really well. Also, if you don't want to invest in an ionic diffuser, you can just get a little squirt bottle, like a little eight ounce squirt bottle, fill it up with water and put in a few drops of essential oil. And then you can just use that as a mister. So I, I like to use those two ways to diffuse an essential oil into the room. You can also do things like if you want an essential oil to be with you, but you don't necessarily want it to diffuse a whole room, you can do things like um, taking a little cotton ball and putting some essential oil on the cotton ball and then tucking it down the front of your shirt. And then that essential oil is wafting up into your nose, but you're not necessarily diffusing an entire room full of oil. Okay, those are really good ideas. Now, Dr. Janae, um, I've noticed that there's a lot of uh, products on the market that they say they have essential oils. So these products, like they could be room fresheners or they could be like skincare products, body products, uh, shower gels, moisturizers, and whatnot. Can you tell our, our audience about the difference between an essential oil and a fragrance? Because I noticed that a lot of these products are actually just fragrance. Yes. Yes. And there's uh, all essential oils are not made equally. And if, if, if it's just a regular store that's selling the essential oils, they're probably not pure. So, um, there's several different levels of oils or fragrances. Um, one of the, one of the bottom levels is, um, like what you said, fragrance. And they're actually, um, the fragrances are made in a lab. They don't actually come from real plants. So they take the molecular structure of an essential oil from the plant and they reproduce it in a lab and it didn't actually come from a plant. And that's what you get in a lot of your perfumes and shampoos and body products is just the reproduction of the essential oil that's been made in a lab. The problem is um, essential oils that come from plants are so intricate and so um, 
so nuanced. For instance, lavender, I don't don't quote me on this, but I think it has like 200 and something different compounds in lavender from a plant. If if you go and make that same lavender scent in a lab, there might be 10 or 15 compounds in that. Um, so it smells the same, but all those medicinal properties from the other, you know, 200 compounds that aren't in there, um, you're not going to get the healing power and the medicinal power because all of that stuff is not in there. It's just the part that smells. So most things, most uh, products in the stores are just the fragrances that have been made in labs and they have the smell properties, the aromatic properties, but not the healing properties. So when you're looking for a true medicinal grade essential oil or therapeutic grade essential oil, it's really important to um, know where the oil is coming from, how it's produced, where it was grown, um, who's manufacturing it, and what sort of quality standards the company uses. And I find that, um, that when you start doing the research into looking at different companies, you'll find that um, if the that the quality varies drastically. For instance, um, I'll just tell you a quick story about how lavender works. Uh, one time I was not, not too long ago, a couple years ago, I was in the kitchen and I was making me a jar of tea in a mason, a glass mason jar. And I had a pot of boiling water and I poured the boiling water into the glass mason jar and the bottom burst out of it. And so I had boiling water that was all down the front of me and I had second degree burns down the whole front of my body. And so immediately I went and got my lavender and I put lavender all over the burns and within 10 minutes, the pain was gone, the blisters were gone and it was just barely pink. It wasn't that bright scorching red anymore. So within 10 minutes, my burns were healed up significantly and there was no pain. Now it's pretty crazy for second degree burns. Usually those hurt for weeks. Um, so that's how powerful and how quickly lavender oil can work. Um, not uh, not too long after that, I was over at my sister's house and she also had some lavender that she'd just gotten at the grocery store. And one of her kids um, touched the stove and burned their fingers. And we went and got the lavender and put it on. And that lavender did nothing. It didn't help the burn at all. And so um, that's just to illustrate like how quickly and how awesomely a, a medicinal grade or therapeutic grade oil can work. And if you use the kind that is not medicinal grade, it just, it smells nice, but there's really no power to it. So when you're looking for, um, for an essential oil to use, just make sure that it's medicinal grade or therapeutic grade, make sure that it's organic, make sure that the, um, the company that's producing it can show you their quality control that it's third-party tested and that they can explain to you why and how their essential oil is a medicinal or therapeutic grade. Those are some great tips, Dr. Janae. So you've talked a little bit about how we can use um, essential oils on a medicinal base. <laughs> you've talked about how we can use essential oils on a medicinal basis. I'm having a hard time speaking today. <laughs> Can you uh, talk a little bit about how we can use essential oils like uh, in, in cleaning products? Can we, can we make any cleaning products that we can use essential oils in? Absolutely. Now, um, a lot of, you know, this, um, you know, this because of your functional medical, medical practice, but most of the diseases that we're dealing with and most of the illnesses we're dealing with are because of toxic overload. 
And we have so many toxins around us from the food we eat, the water we drink, the air we breathe. But we've also got toxins coming into our body from our body products and our cleaning supplies. Every time we touch a body product or a cleaning supply that has petrochemicals in it or um, or thousands of other toxins that could be in there, um, it absorbs straight into our skin and it actually in- increases the toxic load or the toxic burden on our body. So if we can reduce the amount of, of toxins coming in from our household products and our body products, and also at the same time, add in something else or replace it with something that's going to heal our bodies and heal our tissues and heal our emotions and our minds. That's pretty awesome. So here's a couple um, things that are super easy and simple to do, and they make a big difference. So let's start out with body products. Most people um, use like lotions or moisturizers. Now those are full of Uh, petrochemicals and fragrances and preservatives and lots of other nasty stuff that that you don't want being absorbed into your body and so I teach people how to just take um, a natural oil you can use coconut oil like extra virgin coconut oil if for some reason you don't like that you can go to the grocery store and get some um, sweet almond oil or any other kind of just neutral oil And you mix essential oils in with that, and you can use that as your moisturizer and as your lotion and as your makeup remover. And you can also use it as a vaginal lubricant. And um, uh, the, the options are really endless what you can use it for. You can also use it instead of your... Uh, like Neosporin or your antibiotic creams, you can use that instead. And so just with um, like coconut oil and some essential oils mixed together, you can replace all of those um, body products and health products just with that one thing. Now, that's a great idea right there. Okay, keep mm -hmm. talking, Dr. Janae. Uh Uh-huh. And and then with with cleaning supplies, I find, I, I love I love making one cleaning supply or one body product and just replacing 10 things with it. It's so great for me because I love to simplify. Um, my, my favorite cleaning supply is taking, I, I have an eight ounce squirt bottle, like a, um, a mister bottle. And what you do is you put in one ounce of vodka, 100 proof vodka, seven ounces of water, distilled water. And then you put in around 50 drops of essential oil. And my favorite combination is eucalyptus, lemon, and orange. And eucalyptus is amazing for um, killing. It's very antibacterial, very antiviral, and it smells nice and fresh. And lemon is also very cleansing and antibacterial and antiviral. So I mix um, those things up together and it smells amazing. Like you squirt the bottle and people are like, oh my gosh, that, what is that smell? It's amazing. Um, but you use that to clean your surfaces. So I use that like as, as a countertop cleaner. As I use it to clean all my doorknobs. I use it for a floor cleaner. I use it for a hand sanitizer. So you can just squirt it on your hands and rub them together, and it's a great hand sanitizer. You can also use it to freshen the air. Like if I've got my nieces and nephews over and they're sneezing or coughing and I'm worried about it, you just squirt that in the air and it sterilizes the air. So you can just take that one product and use it as as a uh, replacement for probably 10 different household cleaning supplies plus your hand sanitizer. Oh, I love that. So you said eucalyptus oil, lemon oil, and orange oil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And they're finding, they've done studies showing that eucalyptus oil will even kill MRSA, which is pretty amazing. Wow. So it's very potent as a cleanser. And, and also, you know, scientific studies are showing us that all these antibacterial um, hand sanitizers and soaps and cleansers, they're actually really bad for us and they're being absorbed into our skin and they're killing off our flora, our microbiome inside of our bodies which is causing lots of health problems. So when you can switch over to an essential oil solution, not only is it not killing your microbiome and it's not giving you um, toxic overload from lots of chemicals, but that, that lemon and the eucalyptus and the orange, they're, they're healing you on, on many levels while you're using them, as well as not toxifying you. Dr. Janae, I would love to keep speaking with you, but we're running short on time. So how can our listeners find out more about you? Do you have a website? Do you have a Facebook page? Absolutely. Um, my website is www.cafejanae.com. That's C-A-F-E-J-A-N-A-E.com. And my website, um, I, I want it to be a resource to help people learn how to eat better, live better, and feel better. So there's lots of um, whole foods, recipes, plant-based recipes. There's different classes and it's all free. So you just have to go sign in and get lots of free resources. I'm also, um, I'm just launching a eight-week detox program that I'm pretty excited about and it helps to teach people how to do all this stuff, how to eat better, how to use essential oils and different natural techniques to detoxify their bodies and their lives. So those are the two things that I've got going on right now. So Janae, I'll make sure that I put those links in the podcast notes for our listeners so they can easily find you. Perfect. That would be great. Well, Dr. Janae, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This was an awesome interview. Thank you. It was so fun chatting with you and I hope to chat with you again sometime. All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Dr. Janae DeVica. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carrie.